imagine if that movie was good. It is. How it's dare so good. How dare he shoots General Grievous and then he says, "So uncivilized." It's true. It is. It is meant to be an elegant weapon that was taken away from him. Too he soon. says, "Do it." He does say, "Do it." That is, I could probably do a good. He one. says, "This <clears throat> is where the fun begins." If I may, he executes Order sixty six. Do it. That is my best impression. That's all right. Pretty good. What do you mean, pretty good? That was on point. I have. The weakest cold known to man. Count Dooku is there. General Kenobi. Is that what he no, said? No, you're thinking of General Grievous. Oh, I'm thinking General Grievous. Yeah, Count Dooku's all like, you have failed to entice the Dark Lord Sauron. Or maybe he was all like... Twice the pride, double the fall. Oh, no. Good movie. Then they go to the magma planet and it's like, you have done that yourself. You've poisoned her against me. I'm Anakin. <laughs> Not from my perspective. I'm crying about how I'm going to inevitably kill my wife. <laughs> no, no, she died of sadness. The doctor confirmed the it. The robot doctor who doesn't understand emotions. <laughs> it was the pivotal moment that defined Padme. She died of sadness. Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Good morning, everybody. I'm Liam S. Smith. One of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure one day at a time. Today, on this day of all days, the weekend that the final episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Vento Warrior, aka Golden Wind, is airing on Ooh. streaming services. That's a big deal, I guess. Yeah, and then we enter <gasps> the dark times. <laughs> there is no more JoJo. There is only darkness. There is only us and whatever we choose to do and you'll come crawling back to our good off-season content. <laughs> you just be like, but, but what if there was more JoJo's content? Well, there isn't. And now we all have to live with it. <laughs> what about part six, though? I'm hoping there'll be some sort of part six teaser mm. at the end of... Well, hang on. Is it contradictory to say that I'm hoping for that but I'm not holding out hope for it? Uh... Yes and no. Okay. But yeah. you know what I mean. No, I don't. But that's fine. I would like it to be there, but I you don't think it will have be. low expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After all, David Productions have done a terrible job. Terrible job on these JoJo's parts. No, just because it takes time. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. You know, but it'll be like the year and a half interregnum. Inter- interregnum. Interregnum. How do you say that? <laughs> I've only seen that written down. I have no clue okay. what word. Do you mean interval? No, I mean interregnum. <laughs> <laughs> That is going to be the word of the fucking app. <laughs> um, and then just as we're all losing hope and like people are making Twitter accounts called like, have they announced part five yet? And then every day it tweets, no, sorry, part six. Uh, ah. Then just as everyone is losing hope, it'll be like part six coming in six months. <gasps> True. No, they'll say part six coming in three months. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, because next that's season. How, yeah, that's how the anime season works. Mm. They're like, oh no, but it's coming out next season. You're like, what? My God, that was quick. Excuse me, Nick. Yeah. Would you mind if I shared with you some words of... Shut up. No. (laughs) I skipped the thing that we do. This time you were too civil. I did it in reverse. You were too good. Today, we watched the 18th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Vento Oreo. Are we recording? Yes. Good. Great. I mean, I've been watching it recording for the past... What, eight minutes? Which is yeah. also the 131st episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole. Is it? Yes. Ah, what are your sources, sir? Well, that's a perfect number. What, 130, what was it? One. 131. How do you know it's a perfect number? Because all the numbers 
that JoJo's add up touches. to it are divisible by it. <laughs> Nick's miming choking me. That's not choke, that's gouging your eyes out. The episode covers chapters 506 through 510 of the original manga with a tasty saison of original content in there. Oh, how much original content? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure all that Risotto Nero content is new stuff. Oh shit. But I may be wrong. Uh Aha, yes. Fact checked. Confirmed. A couple of new scenes of Gyacho and Risotto Nero are added throughout the episode. Uh, do we ever see Gyacho again after this episode? Because I feel like we don't. Well, have we seen many other members of the Hitman team after... Excuse me? The Hitman team. Thank you. After their episodes? Uh, yeah, but like, we haven't seen Gyacho in action, have we? He's in this episode fighting the guys. Oh, you mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> no, the, who's the guy at the keyboard then? Risotto Nero. No, Risotto Nero's standing above the guy. Oh, no, the he keyboard. was just some guy that Risotto Nero was like, hey, do some computer work before uh... me so that I don't... Kill you, but I'm still gonna kill you anyway. You were there, information technology yeah. serviceman. He, he was just some guy. Oh, oh, okay. He's not an integral I member. See, I can see how you might have thought otherwise because he had like some interesting accents around his eye, like some. No, it was more that distinguishing he was in the scars. Same, it was more that he was in the same building as them, and you'd think that the hitman team would, uh, you know, not invite just random people to check their computer. I don't think stuff. that was invited or their computer, Nick. <laughs> My god. Anywho, some words of wisdom from Hirohiko Araki <laughs> from volume 55 of the manga. Ooh. Now, this is, of course, accompanied by just like a nice picture of Hirohiko Araki in some sort of lobby space by a window at night. Mm. There's a lamp. This time it's better than a fucking pen in a toilet, mm. so that's good. Observation of the nature surrounding us, number three. Number three. Yeah, we've had some of these things before. Oh, okay. Long ago. <laughs> so long. My workplace, parentheses, on the second floor, uh-huh. end parentheses, shelters a wide range of life forms. First, the ants. Mm. They sometimes stroll in my sketches. I tried to find where they came from, only to see them come out of the electrical outlet. Since there was nothing I could do, I let them be. Then, the lizards. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go back a second. The ants are coming out of the electrical outlets? That's not unheard of. Really? But I think there's a bit more and you'll be like, ah, the electrical outlets. Now, oh, well, nothing I can do about that. Ah, uh, damn. We can't get any electricians in here to confirm that there's any kind of holes in that shit. Or any sort of poison. Or any kind of pest man or something else. How do you deal with ants? Poison. Ah, uh, fair, fair. How do you deal with ants? You cut off the head. You cut off the queen. From poison. The poison that she craves to keep their <laughs> subjects in line. You there, worker ant, bring me more poison. Nick. Yes. The lizards. Oh god, the lizards. Surely coming from the air ducts. Barely coming. <laughs> None of man's architecture is safe. <laughs> Surely coming from the air ducts, they only come out at night, so I also leave them alone. <laughs> the night lizards coming out of the damn walls. It's like you turn the light on in the morning, there's just this, yeah, and just runs out through an air duct. Yeah, you, you see like the vent vent cover clatter shut and like a, a reptilian tail slip through the gaps. <laughs> oh, well, that's just a bummer. That's probably nothing to worry about. It's only get night time. <laughs> hmm. Finally, 
The Sparrows. The Sparrows? Why? Why is he making... Okay, yep, go on. Even if I regularly close the windows and the doors, sometimes they come flying around the studio. Where do they come from? This is a complete mystery. (laughs) I just (laughs) love... Even if he closes the windows and the doors, they're still there. They're still there. You can never escape (laughs) the sparrows. This is like some kind of Simpsons sketch where like... Oh, yep, we've got the sparrows to keep the lizards in line. Yeah, where like they've got... They're opening up a window and then suddenly all the sparrows come out from inside the house. Like, ah, what? Well, better out than in, I always say. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Nick. Yes. As you could tell, I'm a little bit ill. Let me just just make it clear it sounds worse than it is. So, I mean... I'm fine. Just a tad congested. I mean, yeah, a tad. I, I want to say, what was the word you used before? An interrogum congested. That's not what that means. I mean, it is now because we don't know what it means. Interregum. I know what it means. <laughs> it's like the space between two defined periods. You mean like an interval? No. Mm. Look, don't have an interregnum about this, okay? We're going we're gonna to get through the ep. It's going to be a good time. Anyway, Nick. Yes. Head to Venice. I don't want to. What did you think about this epi? I thought it was... Hmm. Okay, so... I'm sensing mixed opinions. Yeah. So now that we've kind of really confirmed that Jorno just does whatever the fuck Jorno wants, <laughs> it's sort of like a lot of the meat of this is now, okay, well, what, what's Jorno going to magically do now? And it kind of ruins the... Uh, he sort of... the. Well, of course, I, I, yeah. I believe you're probably referring to how in this episode Giorno homeward bounds a snake to go murder a guy. No, see, that was... Well, I mean, that as well. But it was more that uh, in this episode, we clearly see, hey, it wasn't my hand that returned, even though it was his hand that returned. No, but this is something... Okay, I understand why this is this is something that's giving you pause, uh-huh. but this is pretty much the the new evolution of his power that he unlocked last week and was like, you've taught me a new thing, which is turning um, inanimate objects into body parts to yeah. to recover from wounds. Yeah, but the thing is, friggin' uh, Gold Experience's hand yep. comes back and reattaches, mm-hmm. and then later he goes, oh no, that wasn't my hand that I reattached, it's still over there. Like, what? Huh? What? Yes, yes, but I think I think what he's really saying is like... <laughs> He created a substitute hand with his power from the motorcycle chunks. Okay. And then once it had been safely consumed, as we'll see in a moment, he undid that, turning it back into motorcycle shards, whereas his actual decapitated hand was still just over there. I guess. I I guess. So theoretically, at any moment, Giorno could click his fingers, or not even do that, his eye would fall out, (laughs) uh, his leg would fall off. And it'd just be like, well, I don't know what I have to do now. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yes, I do. Whoops. And so, just break everything. We'll see this um, a couple of times explicitly and then implicitly a lot more in the remainder of part five. Right, okay. As people heal wounds and severed limbs and such yep. through the use of Jorno being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to grab some shit and turn it into the missing parts. Right, okay. See, I'm more okay with that on its own, but it just, it was presented very weirdly this episode where it was like, Wait, but what? Well, huh? it, but that's know. his hand. But that what? Huh? I thought it was cool. I mean, it's fine now that you've explained it mm. to me. 
I also think it's interesting that this has just come up now. Um, obviously, we have learned that Jorno has just self-actualized and, and realized he can do this. Yeah. But just mere weeks after Bruno Bucciarati had to zip a Bacchio's hand back on. <laughs> that is a very good point. Bacchio must just be like, if you knew you could do that. Why, Why didn't you, could, didn't, Jordan? Do you not like me for some reason, Jordan? What is with you, Jordan? What, what reason have I ever given you to dislike me? You know what? This is more fuel the fire for me to hate you now. My housemate raised something with me the other day about Jordan's bizarre adventure. Yes, specifically Jordan Giovanna's bizarre adventure. Okay, and I haven't double checked the math on this, and I don't really care to. I will. But she did raise the fact that she was told by a friend of hers that the entirety of Part Five uh-huh. takes place across eight days. Huh. Excluding flashbacks and such. Huh. So, so Abakio develops a deep, resounding, endless hate <laughs> for Jorno. I mean, we know that it was within, there from, from the like get-go. Like three days, mm. he's already got it. It's in there. So really, we're just looking at a bad first impression here. Yeah, but it's just getting worse and worse with everything that Jorno yeah. does. Because he's... You know the, um, the proximity effect? Where if you hang out with someone, you don't say anything to them, you don't really hang out with them that much, they're just there. Uh, It will either make them, or you will either like them more, or hate them more, depending on your first impression. Ah. So if we were here in the podcast not talking, and you were like, man, Nick's an alright guy, we just sat for like an hour. Kind of like how we are off air. What do you mean? What? Oh. Never communicating. Oh yeah, well that's obvious, yeah. (laughs) Just sitting silently in the same room. Hello Nick, welcome to my house, please come in. Activate episode. Sit silently. Affirmative. Walk silently up to the recording space. Silently set it up. Hey everyone, welcome <laughs> to JoJo's. I mean, that is basically our lives. To be it? continued. Goodbye, Nick. Oh. And then no more contact yeah. for like a week. Mm-hmm. And then it's just 10am. Yep. And then I arrive at the house at 10am. And repeat. And repeat until we die. Yay. <laughs> Smash cut to the start of the episode. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Baby faces baby is just chock full of piranha. And he's all like, uh, there's a hole in my back. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I'm wrong. Because Giacho is driving. He's driving down the road. He's on the phone, inadvisable, possibly illegal. Actually, wait, what year is it? 2001-ish? Yeah. So I don't think it's illegal yet. Also, I don't know what the rules are in Italy. That's true. We, we are not from Italy at all. Can you not tell by our great Italian accents? Eh, what do you mean by that, eh? He's on the phone to Risotto Nero. And Risotto's like, all right, you go there and kill the guys. I'll just stay here and do some investigation. I'm the leader. Of what? I saw a good tweet the other day that was like talking about the Hitman team in their downtime. Like, what if Risotto's eyes glow in the dark? Like, Malone gets up at night to go make himself a sandwich and he's looked over and there's just these two glowing red dots. <laughs> what are you doing in the kitchen? I'm, I'm just I'm just making a sandwich. That's all That's all I'm doing, boss. That's Don't all. use my special short uh, sourdough. You have special sourdough? Yes. I grew it myself with a sourdough starter that uh, Formaggio gave me for Christmas. Okay, great. I won't do it. At the the Hitman team Christmas party. Oh, oh, okay, great. I won't use it. Goes back to his room. (laughs) I've got a bit of risotto's blood. (laughs) Quickly, babyface, make me a sandwich. (laughs) Babyface, make me a sandwich. It has to have just the right amount of mayo. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> this is the high quality content people literally pay money for, Liam. So Risotto hangs up the phone and he's like, all right, you, random guy, just keep doing that computer thing you're doing. 
and random guy is like, you'll never get away with it, Risotto Nero. Do you think going against the Hitman team? No. Do you think going against Passione, the boss, is really the right thing to do? No one gets away from him. No one wins but the boss. You you should know, as a member of the Hitman team, thank that you. that's Rosetta Nero quietly saying that. Yes, thank you for respecting my brand. <laughs> <laughs> that that got to go against the boss is to be erased. Mm. Anyway, you've got n- n- nails all in your left palm now. What? And next, I'm going to do it to your left eye. You only didn't need your right eye and your right hand to do the computer shit I'm making you do. You'll never get away with this result. Oh shit, my left eye. Uh, meanwhile, Babyface's baby is whoa, chock full of whoa. piranhas. We're just going to like glaze over what just happened here? Yep. Well, what did you think? But- Weird time bullshit. It's always weird Stop time in time bullshit. and putting nails in his palm. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's probably going to be... Okay, so we had Dio with stop time. Yep. We had Kira with cycle time. Mm-hmm. Or like reverse time. But why would thing. Risotto Nero have a time power if final antagonists get time powers? What if the boss isn't the final antagonist? What if the boss is Risotto Nero? And he was like, yep, I was just testing my own security measures. I feel like that's not going to happen. No, I reckon maybe... Well, the boss is all for our team, and then the team's going to backstab him, right? So it seems at the moment. Yeah. Oh, but maybe the boss does have time. Maybe they both have time powers. Oh. Maybe they're both the same person, but they're they're different. Oh, like Two-Face. No, like the opposite of Two-Face. Like two One separate, face. Like two separate human beings. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, so they're not the same person. Maybe they have a normal not being two people thing like most people have and Uh, they're just two individuals yeah maybe but i highly doubt given what are you trying to say i'm trying to say they're two people that live in the same universe but are also the same person like they are twins no i'm trying okay so like new boss theory new boss same as the old boss (laughs) so boss man lives alone no one sees his face what a loser (laughs) fucking wearing a weird coat thing um he is the original man he one day risotto blanca no uh he uh one day wakes up and he's all like oh my stand power whoa there's this random mirror image of me just walking around oh risotto nero is the boss's stand that he uses to do his dirty work yeah but his stand also has a stand. And he doesn't know that he's the boss's stand, so he's gained independence and starting plotting, plotting against him. And that's why he's in seclusion. And then at a moment of confrontation, the boss will be like, <laughs> oh, Risotto Nero, you're no threat to me. You are me. Activate stand control. Exactly. Maybe it's, maybe it's to do with like proximity or like, I've seen you now. Fucking whoops, you're mine. And then he's just going to mind control him again. Maybe it's like Jessica Jones and, uh, what's the guy that, Kilgrave? Is that his name? Yeah, and the Kilgrave. purple man. Yeah, where it's just like, you're going to do what I want. So like, oh, radio. And it's just that all over again. So in this thread, Jessica Jones is Rosado Nero. Kilgrave is the boss. And uh, Iron Fist is Giorno Giovanna. And I'm Solid Snake. Nice. Well, who am I? Miller? Yeah, sure. Sure. I sleep with all the uh, the dudes on Out of Haven's girlfriend. So check so. out, yeah, check out um, Chip Cheesem LPs on YouTube <laughs> because they're doing a very, very good, very elaborate Metal Gear Solid Five Let's Play at the moment. Mm. And as part of that, they listened to and commented on the unauthorized um, drama recording 
that David Hayter and whoever voices Miller decided to dub uh, of the uh, Japanese short story in which um, Miller and Big Boss get into a naked sauna fight. <laughs> Why is there a sauna in Outer Haven? Heaven. Outer Heaven. They wanted to build one for morale. And, so, and Miller wanted to build one so he could fuck everyone else's girlfriends. <laughs> At first we thought it was for us. Then we realised it was for him. And then we made it for them. The, the dogs. The, the, we made a dog bath out of a sauna. <laughs> so, okay. This episode. Finding baby face. Yes. So we get a little thing of Rosanna Nero being all like, you there, computer man. Blur. Yep. Then finding, dead now. finding baby face. He's full of piranhas. Oh, man. He's still going, even though I put a piranha hole all the way through to his head. Rotro, is he invincible? Oh, he's so tough. Oh. Meanwhile, Babyface is like, this is turtle shit. Literally. Covered in turtle shit. So he, it's literally just, the turtle's been walking around in shit somewhere, yep. and now he's all like, oh, look at this shit, it's turtle shit. That's two arcs in a row where someone has found some of the turtle's shit. Yeah. Maybe it's its one weakness. <laughs> it's need to shit. Yeah. And also being a tortoise. Not a turtle. Ah, yes. It's got an identity crisis. <laughs> it's insecure about whether it's flat-footed or flat-winged. I'm gonna kill you. I'm Giorno Giovanna. I'm gonna kill you to get my friends back. Gonna go straight for your head. And baby face is like, yeah, just try it. Come at me, man. They posture for a bit. Meanwhile, Malone is impotently like, no, baby face, listen to me. Listen, I don't want you to get out of here. And hand. I don't know if I need you, but mm, I'm dying to find out. I thought we were past this, Liam. I thought part four was done. Part uh, four's never done in my heart. Ah, uh, fair. Well, your heart is like a diamond. Aw, just really calcified. Yeah, like literally unbreakable. Uh, that's a bad thing. Yeah, we're fun- We're fighting. Yeah, oh, oh no. I blocked his hand because I, I know his reach now because he's hitting me three times really bad. He's all like, I've learned your reach, punk. That means you are powerless against me. To be fair, that is how most JoJo's adventures go. True. I'm outside your range, JoJo. What will you do now? Dio's outside of my range. Whatever will I do? I need a bigger sword. Oh gosh, but I'm babyface and my arm grows because I'm going through battle puberty. Slices down like a fucking sword out of hell. Oh, like so much sliced bread just right down Giorno's torso. Look at this sourdough goodness. Big karate chop. Like fucking right out of the oven. Fresh. Baker's delight. And meanwhile, Malone, watching this Twitch stream, is like... He got bigger because he got angrier. Demolto. I knew that woman was the best choice to be his mother. Great work, me. Ah, Demolto. Oh, I'm gonna kill him. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm baby faces baby. Uh, Do you want to say that in English? Uh, that was English. Well, just uh, I'm gonna do it. That's what he's like. I mean, I guess that is what he's like. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Okay. Jonah shouts, "Bring it back, gold experience!" And a hand flies. Through the sky, just whipping past Babyface's baby's head to land snugly on God Experience's wrist. He's all like, haha, fuck you. Big punch, fight times. Oh, punch his face. But no, didn't punch his face. Face just turns into cubes. Haha, no, fuck good. you. Oh, I won this. I'm Babyface. No, you didn't. You didn't win. You didn't win. Because that wasn't my hand. That was motorcycle parts that I had turned into a hand. And now that you've eaten it, I'm turning it back into motorcycle parts. And now you're chock full of motorcycle parts. So this all happens very quickly and I got very confused. The good music is playing. Uh, No, we do this every time. What is the music then? It's the orchestral bit. Yeah, with the vocals. 
Jojo. Yeah. That's the good music. Yeah, but you know what happens immediately after that? That's not the bit that gets my blood pumping. You just want the the little piano bit that leads into the full choir. Check my Twitter at Liam S. Smith for a remix that I retweeted this morning of um, the Giorno theme, the Josuke theme, and the Jotaro theme all being mixed together. Oh shit, that sounds hype as fuck. It felt a bit busy at times, but in general pretty good. Uh, Liam, it's three different themes <laughs> coming together. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a bizarre, busy adventure. So he's all like, oh, I'm Babyface, and I'll just turn into cubes and escape these motorcycle parts. But no, says Jorno, for motorcycles are full of gasoline, and now you're full of gasoline. And oh, he starts leaking from every square-shaped orifice. Gods, what will I do? Because there's a tiny electrical starter in my back, and it goes, whoosh. No, the starter just goes, and then Babyface's baby goes, whoosh. Yeah, that's the stuff. He burns up. His oh. last words are iconic. They'll last through the ages. Mm-hmm. Sizzling, burning. Uh, you know, if my last words were sizzling, burning, I would really hope it was because I was giving some kind of like massive fashion show or something. And then I died in a fiery inferno to all these people. But it was like a really ironic thing because I was showing off like ice-based fashion. This is a really elaborate fantasy. Well, I'm just saying, like, you need to die in elaborate ways. It was useless in the end to oppose me, Giorno Giovanna, son of Dio Brando. Mm. I mean, was it though? Was it? He still I won. I'm just waiting. And I took no damage in the long run. I'm just waiting. Well, he can't now, can he? He's just like... Well, as long as he... As long as he... Doesn't, he has any inanimate as, object nearby. As long as he doesn't take 100% damage in the long run, he'll take no damage. It's like every fighting game ever. Yeah. As long as you don't take 100%, you're still sitting at 100%, yeah. baby. So there's some there's some more Malone epilogue stuff. Should we just wrap that up now? Because, uh, yes. It's interesting to me that I would consider the stuff we saw in this episode the good part of the baby face fight. <laughs> and none of it was in the baby face episode. I mean, the baby face episode was very... Hit and miss, wasn't it? Mm. Where either you go, wow, this is a brutal character. Man, this guy, he's really cool. Or you just go, that laptop with legs fucked her and now they have this weird shitty baby. <laughs> okay, then. Like, that's kind of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And both of us were like, it's, Hard just, pass. it's just Echoes, isn't it? It's just Echoes part <laughs> three, but worse. I did like when he got, when he went through battle puberty. Um, like his mohawk, like crossed over and oh, started to flatten out a bit. That was good. Yeah, I do enjoy that he became a man <laughs> instead of but a mere teen. He looks like he's seen a thousand years of bloodshed, like Pesci, that Mamoni. Oh man, do you remember Pesci? Yes, his, his giant, overgrown, callous neck. So yes, just to wrap up the oh. baby face stuff. So yes. Malone is on the train, being like, <laughs> "No, my baby." Has some phone calls with um with Giaccio. Who is like, oh, you got to do it again. And he's like, yes, I'll create millions of juniors. Starts calling them juniors. I mean, sure, why not? I've still got the blood. The train has stopped now. I'm here. I'm getting off the train. Oh, was that a snake that just ran through my legs? Uh, So the snake then flops onto him from above. Yeah, the snake goes through his legs, then climbs up onto the train roof. And then flops onto him like so many vultures. Falls on his back and then... Bites his tongue, fitting karmic retribution for his weird lick last episode. Oh, I thought that was just a weird quirk. Ah. I forgot that he licked something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
he, I guess, dies from a snake bite. Yes, uh, I guess. Or shock. The snake. Just <laughs> upon seeing the snake, he just goes, my God, has a heart attack and then dies. Yep. <laughs> so he's so afraid of snakes. Exactly. Why did it have to be snakes? We Neil? see that the snake is sort of burning with gasoline while it's doing this. And then when he dies, the snake collapses into the pile of cubes of baby face that uh, it was made of. Mm. Mm. Yes. Now this answers all my questions from last week. Such as, how are they going to deal with a character that was literally miles away? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the timeline is on this, but based on how it's portrayed in the episode, it seems pretty tight that Jono sent this snake to make its way across country. Yeah. And it just did it super quick. (laughs) Can it fly? Did he, like, straighten it out and throw it like a javelin super far? (laughs) Jono, what's your new power? Super good throwing. Or maybe it was a javelin. He took turned the baby face cubes, constructed them into a javelin, threw it, then activated goal experience power in air so that it turned into a snake after it landed. Well, I was thinking maybe he could have turned into a bird and then it would turn into a snake later. Could be, could be. But can he do that at Who range? knows? Who cares? Me. <laughs> Logic. While we're just wrapping it up, there were some scenes where, um, like, Giacho ends up at the place where they stole a hundred cars, yeah. and there's all these people being like, where are my cars? Uh, shock horror. Giacho gets angry for no reason. No, it's a very good reason. He gets angry about figures of speech. Now, you had a thing about yes. this. Yes. So, okay. So, as presented in the Crunchyroll subtitles, Giacho uh-huh. is there's like, there's Malone's bike. Hmm, just like they told me, I'll have to search really hard. I'll have to leave no stone unturned and even take a leaf out of someone's book. And then he gets really angry and he says, I understand no stone unturned because that's how you find things, turning Mm. over stones. Yeah, yeah. You know, know, when I'm looking for my missing sock, I go out into the garden and start turning over all the stones. Our setup is literally a giant boulder and then a microphone on top of said boulder. Yes, we turn over the boulder to find good content. There's a USB port on the back. But wait, wait a minute, are you implying yeah. that, are you implying that good content is underneath boulders? Yep. We should start a nature podcast and be all like, is this <gasps> it's mold! It's geocaching. <laughs> what the fuck is geocaching? That's where people like put a GPS marker on like a little like gacha orb and then leave it out in the wilderness and you'll go and open it and it's like, here's a nice recipe for a lamb curry. What the fuck? Okay, sure. What, isn't that defiling what nature's all about, though? Who gives a shit? I give a <laughs> shit. Oh, that's weird. I don't understand. Take a leaf out of someone's book. Why is there a fucking leaf in a book? Oh, and he's just hardcore raging. He's like beating up his car dashboard raging. Like, I'd never do that. Serious anger issue. We saw a bit mm. of his anger issues uh, in the introductory Hitman Team episode. Yeah, where he got really angry. Just about, like, not being paid good Hitman rates. Yeah. But now we learn that he gets very angry over very inconsequential things. Mm. So that was how it was presented in the Crunchyroll translation. I thought that was fine. Yeah, I think it was a good adaptation because... Um, the literal translation is actually to do with fish. Well, no, no. Um, I, I got this from the Something Awful forums. I'm afraid I didn't get the name of the poster who made this post. But you um, are an invaluable member of the community. I rarely post. Um, <laughs> but it is um, in response to um, poster CJ, who uh, is notable for having a avatar caption that someone bought him that basically says like i have bad opinions about everything (laughs) nice nice so per this unnamed poster apologies gyacho is mad about the japanese idiom nihori hahori which means to go from something's roots up to the leaves on its branches or figuratively to do something very thoroughly 
as in, I'm going to have to search very thoroughly in order to find out where Bucciarati's crew went. Mm. The literal meaning of the phrase is digging up roots and leaves, which is stupid because according to Ghiaccio, you can't dig up leaves, you absolute dumbass. Have you even tried it? See what happens, you stupid <laughs> motherfucker. All you're going to do is rip them to pieces, idiot. That's better than the fucking translation. <laughs> there you go. Now we know the rest of the story. Well, I don't. Let's go dig up some roots and leaves about oh. this episode. So he gets really angry that he can't dig up leaves. Mm-hmm. He's all like, motherfucker. And then Rosado Nero is all like, hey, buddy. I got the info. Go to the thing. <gasps> He's got the info. Oh. This pleases me. We're so... Enig- oh no, Malone's dead. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. That's Malone's bike over there. That means Malone is dead. No, that's not what that meant. Oh, there's Malone's bike over there. Better check in. Is that what happened? Hey, you've got Malone. I'm not answering the phone right now, which means I'm dead. Fuck, he's dead. Bye. Be sure to like and subscribe. Man, imagine if I had to call someone knowing that if they didn't answer, they were probably dead. Mm-hmm. That'd be a bad day. Everyone but Jono and Mr. are in the turtle. Uh-huh. Bruno is sitting at his special boss laptop. Yep. And he gets a message <gasps> from the boss. <gasps> the boss has sent us a message. Gosh. Take a barkeer over by that chair that's been there the whole time and no one's moved it. Oh, okay. Uh, a barkeer, just stand right there. Mm-hmm. Use Moody Blues near the chair and rewind 14 hours and there'll be a special message for you. I'm currently pointing like a Pokemon trainer. A barkeer, use backwards find thing. Yep, he rewinds, he finds Mr. Pericolo, the man who gave them Trish. He was the janitor man. He's standing on the very tip of the back of the chair. Quite a feat for like a very old squat man. Well, let's be real. That's no man. That's Pericola. He's a capo. He's more than a man. He's more than any capo. He's more than any of us ever dreamed. So you have heard of me. He's like, hey guys, it's me, Pericolo. Um, now, listen he, up. He's doing his um his lifestyle blogging. Hey guys, Pericolo here. It's all from he's holding up a phone, yep. like just here, right where his like face starts, and he's like Hey guys, and then pulls it out just a bit so he shows off the rest of the scenery. He's like, yeah, I'm in, so, I'm in uh, the stand turtle today. As you can see, it's got a lovely interior. You might notice that uh, I'm still here. So, uh, yep, that's going to change it a bit though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys, uh, you guys need to go to this place. Holds up a photo of, where is it? So it's a photo of a statue in Venice, which looks to be some sort of winged lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, um, Bruno, Bruno has a quick squiz at it and he identifies it as the... Hitman team. Ah, the entrance to Venice in front of Santa Lucia Station. Ooh, you mean Santa Lucia? Sure. Because it's one C. Ah, okay. You fucking casual shit. <laughs> We're here to give the people correct content. So he's there, he's talking. Look at this photo. Look at this photograph. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm looking at this photograph. <gasps> no! <sighs> it starts going up in flames. Abakio, hit pause. Yeah, let's take a good good look at it. Ah, I recognise that at that station. Great. I'm Pericolo. This is my last order to you. Stay safe, kids. And Pause now out. I die. So he basically said because uh, oh, and he's go to, done his go job. Go to the sculpture and get the OA disc. Oh, so like in Metal Gear, you get the disc to put into the... Metal Gear? Yeah. Well, not the Metal Gear, but the thing to deactivate the nuclear warheads. Ah. Which actually activates them. Because they played you like a damn fiddle. <gasps> Liquid. Um, yeah, so he basically pulls out a gun and goes... My job here is done. The boss has given me a pretty good, fulfilling life. He's been so good to me that I'm willing to kill himself in his service. He's been so good to me, I'm willing to kill himself. Kill myself. There you go. <laughs> uh, and he puts the gun to his head. He's like, see you boys. 
Papow! Shoots himself in the head in such a way that his his launched body is sucked out the top of the turtle. To be fair, fuck. Yep. Yep. Good move. And we later learn that um, after he killed himself, the Hitman team tracked down his body, took it. Yep. Took the ashes of the photo that burnt up. Uh-huh. Yep. Took that to computer guy they were making to computer shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And made him reconstruct the photo from the ashes. Mm, mm. Is that how ashes of photos work? I don't think so. Mm. But maybe. I mean, I've never burned a photo That before. guy may, maybe had some sort of stand that could be helpful. We don't know. I don't know. But probably not. Seems very unlikely. <laughs> it seems more like Hiroki Araki doesn't understand what a computer is. And also Risotto Nero doesn't. Otherwise he would just try to do it himself. That's true. <laughs> you there, computer man. Reconstruct. Make what? this box work for me. Okay, no offense. That is a sloth, um, <laughs> not a box. Hey, computer guy. Yeah. Um, take these ashes and reconstruct the photo in it. What? what? No. But that's not how computers work. Like, like, not you don't put the ashes in the disk drive and suddenly it turns into a thing. Do it, okay? I'm telling you, I can't do it. How? What do you want me to do I'm here? Put nails in your palm. I just told you I can't. <laughs> and that's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> Next is your eye. I'm telling you, I can't. Oh fuck! Meanwhile, quick cutaway to a shadowy figure who is like, they must have gotten the Pericolo order now. Ha, so close to bringing my daughter to me in Venice. No one can see your hand gestures, but you're really pulling this out. Yeah. Even though the boss does none of these gestures. (laughs) I feel like emotionally he was. No, well, yeah. I was doing soliloquy hand gestures. You were doing like fucking like Hamlet-esque to death as like your hands go up. For I am the boss. But what does it mean to be the boss? This is some terrible acting. none of your subordinates will know who you are. Why, I would say that's an ideal set of circumstances for me, the boss. Actually, to be fair, it would be, wouldn't it? For it provides me perfect safety and security, but still the benefits of their labour. Being the boss. For I am the boss. Anyway, some, some guy just walks in and like, hey, is this Michael's house? Like, no. I am the boss. <laughs> <laughs> They're driving to Venice, and the narrator informs us that Venice, the marine fortress city on the water. Venice. There's one road in from the mainland, the Ponte della Liberta, which is 3.5 kilometers long straight line bridge run. You know what the worst part of all this is? What? I've been to Vienna, but not Venice. Ah. Not the same place. Yeah, I know. No matter what that bad JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 translation may tell you. (laughs) We're off to Vienna, boys. No, no, we're off to Egypt. Ah, shit, wrong part. The station is just beyond the bridge. The disc is there. We're driving. It's great. Oh, but the windows keep fogging up, Jorno. Shit, well, don't worry. We'll be there shortly. I'm just going to drive down the straight road with no turns whatsoever. Oh, the the car sort of gave way a bit there. Don't worry. Road's a bit slippery. Yeah, just the tyres slipped a bit. Oh, Mr. Slammed his face into the windshield. How embarrassing for him. Ah, uh, huh. What's that on the uh, the old window on there? The inside of the window over there. Yeah, it uh, looks like some kind of piece of shit. And this shit. whole time he's talking, his face is leaning against the window that he was slammed into. He's all like, what is that over there? Oh, oh that's, uh, that's my pinky finger. <laughs> Turns his hand around. Yeah, that is my pinky finger. Hmm. I'm slightly perturbed by this. Huh, that's... that's uh... He takes it in stride pretty well. He does, he goes... Hey, uh, Jono, my pinky finger is attached to that window. And Jono just goes, ah, well, we need to get rid of this fog. <laughs> yeah, Jono says, like, oh, well, it's morning, so the temperature outside is 
different from the temperature inside. I'll open the window. That'll uh, equalize the temperature. The derivative of the temperature between the two will... Uh... Cold arctic winds blow in. The same very north wind that created the Vikings. <gasps> My god, it's freezing. Quick, wind up the windows. <laughs> this won't help with the fog at all. A voice is like, at first we were scared frozen, but then we recreated the ashes into the photo when we scavenged it from Pericolo's body. Good on me to share that with you. Ah. It's me, Giaccio. And then there's some banging from the roof. Yep. Mister fires a few shots at the roof. Good. Quick on the draw there, mister. Yep. And he's all like, ha ha, go bullet number stand dudes. Yep. But the bullets just fly into a huge chunk of ice. And very realistically, don't get through. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go through the ice. And, and we soon, see. They won't go through me. We see our angry nerd boy, Giacho. He's on the roof. He's all like frozen. Big chunk of ice just on the roof being like i'm here good after the burial song encased in ice what is that like some sort of uh symphonic metal thing no no it's like uh i don't want to say metalcore because it's not quite metalcore but it's metalcore it's a little genty it's a little on the gent side uh and it's very metal what is gent do we want to have this conversation can i get like a one sentence summary gent is gent not helpful that uh there's no better way of putting it liam it's like the sound that the guitar makes when it's like super low and you like, when you get like seven or eight strings and you like chug, it okay. sounds like gent. I might play you a song that has like the gent sound and you could be all like, Nick, that doesn't sound anything like gent. Okay, sure. <laughs> they're outside. The Sex Pistols are outside and they're like, oh my gosh, so much ice. Number two goes over and has a look and then immediately gets encased in ice. Number three is like, I've got to help him and immediately gets encased in ice. <gasps> no! The road is slippery. It's hard to drive. Oh, we're in, we're in deep trouble. Yeah, this has really like just gotten out of hand super fast. The perturbations that I am currently feeling. Don't have, know what that means. You know, perturbed. Yep. Perturbations are like perturbed, but more present. Okay. So perturbation, if you were to say, oh, the perturbation over there, it would mean, oh, if that was perturbed earlier. Oh, okay. It's not, is this real? Yes! Okay. It's not the object that's making you perturbed, the source of being perturbed. No, because the perturbations that I'm feeling have increased. I see. Yeah, that's right. Nick knows math words. Oh, such ice. Mr. Blinks. And <laughs> the, the, the cold is so intense that his lashes freeze over and make it really hard to see. He's no longer Mr. Blinks. Now he's Mr. Eyes Shut. Mm -hmm. He's Mr. Brightside. Mr.'s face is frozen to the, the, the window. He's like, oh man, my brain's going to freeze, but I also don't want to rip off my face. I'm in quite a conundrum. Hmm. A dilemma. I do like that it's the difference between staying alive and getting a new face, which Jono can provide, mm -hmm. or not ripping off my beautiful, supple face. That, that would hurt had. a lot. Yeah, but... Unless he was frozen numb. Hey! Mm -hmm. Which is actually happening right now. Yes. Oh, and Gacho realises that... Uh, the turtle isn't in the car. These boys are doing their own thing. Yeah, so they've obviously split up. Yeah. Because they're idiots. <laughs> oh, driving so fast. 80 kilometers an hour. No, this is the same as being stuck in 20 meters per second wind. Gosh. And combined with the freezing. It's like that's a freezing effect of 20 degrees Celsius. Is that how that works? I don't care. Mm. I missed a sentence there. Yeah. I feel like that's not how that works, but... Jorno, stop driving so fast. I can't. The brake pedal's frozen. So I love that the brake pedal's not like frozen, frozen, but there's just a giant chunk of ice beneath yeah, it. Yeah, it's a big brick of ice. And it's like, I can't do it. It's frozen shut. 
It's not even that like his foot is frozen to the accelerator or anything. He's like slamming yeah. down on it. It's just that there's this giant bit of ice that's just stuck in the middle. I, I, I do like that this like, like this whole series of events, just because of the power of cold, just gets so out of hand so fast. <laughs> Quickly, turn left. I can't turn left. The steering wheel's freezing cold. Yeah. The engine's still working fine, though, for some reason. Well, obviously, it's made it more efficient. <laughs> it's cooling down super fast. We're going faster than ever. <laughs> oh, fuck. The surface of the car must be a hundred negative a hundred degrees Celsius now. That's the freezing point of not water. Of, of most things, <laughs> I'd imagine. That's the freezing point of human flesh. Even the blood spurting from my severed finger is frozen. And now the moisture from my breathing is making my nostrils freeze up. Shit, my mouth is freezing over. I won't be able to breathe. Fuck you, Jono. Okay, now he says the best thing. Mm. He's like, come on, Jono. Can't you, like, turn the car into a frog or some bullshit? <laughs> it's like, no. No organisms live at negative 100 degrees. There's probably some extremophiles. I mean, you could turn into, like, a small bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Giacho on the roof of the car, has his mind on the mission. Because he's like, you know how they call it? Paris, France. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm aware. Yeah, and they print it. Well, they, it's Paris, France, but they pronounce it Paris in English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah, I'm aware. But with it, with Venezia, everyone calls it Venice, like they call it in English. Why? The Merchant of Venice. Other things that he <laughs> lists. Isn't it like the death of El Ballad Venezia or something like that? Probably not. El Ballad, the death of Venezia. I doubt it. I don't know. Maybe that's some super important thing that I should not be butchering on this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. It was the second thing you mentioned. It takes place in Italy. Use the Italian word, assholes. Mm. Nah, I think I'm good. So he's just screaming about that. The car slams into the um, the safety barrier on the bridge for a while. Uh-huh. It's finally becoming difficult to drive, says Giorno. I can't do anything. God experience needs heat. So now, all I can do with my stand, God experience, is pick up bullets for you, mister. Wait a minute. Realization. When I fire a gun, it warms up. Which means I can fire a gun to heat up my face. Pow, pow, so pow. I should shoot myself in the face. Ah, yes. I, mister, will once again shoot myself with my own gun. I'm a genius. No, um, Mr. Fires a few more shots at the, um, the roof and the ice. The good music kicks in. Gacho's all like, well, this is fucking weird. I'm, you already know I'm frozen. What are you doing? Yep. When you shoot bullets, they heat up. Yeah. Because Jono's freezing to death, I'll go ahead and shout this for him. Gold experience. And we see the bullets turn into the roots of plants within the ice, causing it to fracture, knocking Gacho off the car. Uh, Plant roots can prop up asphalt and even shatter rocks. That is the power of nature. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but okay. I'm sure I can shatter ice. Let's get the hell out of here, baby. Vroom. And then Gatcha's all like, fuck. Well, better I skate my way to victory. Yeah, so he does this thing where he activates his power. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's no longer just encased in, like, a big chunk of ice. But, like, it forms a stand suit around him. What's the, um, what's the guy's name? The Australian that won the gold medal at Winter Olympics? I don't know. Who, uh, everyone else fell over. Oh, yeah, I know that. I know the video clip, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad something, maybe? Like, Don Bradman, maybe? No, not that. Uh, I- Ned Kelly? 
Stephen Bradbury. Stephen Bradbury. Yeah, so he's pulling a Stephen Bradbury in that he's wearing a full suit. Now that I look at the imagery from the Olympics, it wasn't a full suit. But <laughs> he, he's wearing this full body suit for speed skaters. Yeah, and it's and also made of like, you know, cy- cybernetic techno-organic stand yeah. shit. And it's got on the front of it some Junji Ito bullshit. Speak on that. Uh, you know the story Uzumaki by Junji Ito? Sure. Uh, about spirals? Yep. Yeah, it's got a spiral on the front that looks like an Uzumaki like his spiral. Forehead. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I just went, well, this is some Junji Ito bullshit. And <gasps> this is some Junji Ito bullshit! Like a glass visor over the face. Yeah, like a speed skater. Or someone from Gurren Lagann. Okay. Yep. Yep. Haven't watched that. Really? No. Oh. I don't watch anime, Nick. That's true. No, it's not. That's also true. <laughs> Ooh. Where do I stand at this impasse? <laughs> Oh, that must be the newbie's power that Malone mentioned. I'll, I skate after him. Meanwhile, in the car, these guys are like, oh, come on. <laughs> so let me get this right, Mr. Giaccio. You can freeze all the things on the ground nearby you and then ice skate on it faster than a speeding car. Mr. Just like, this guy's so friggin' overpowered. All I can do is redirect regular mundane bullets. <laughs> all I can do is perfectly control the movement of speeding bullets. <laughs> Man, I feel like a fucking chump. Well, I mean, compared to mass- massive magical ice powers, it's a bit underwhelming. Yeah, that's true. You could make an ice bullet. Well, actually, no, you can't if you fire it from a gun. My ability, White Album, creates ice, which I can wear like armor and form a bulletproof shell around me. Then I can skate on it super good. Jordan, drive faster. I can't drive faster because the road is still slippery. What's, uh, what's the White Album a reference to, Liam? Why, Nick, I'm glad you asked. Why, The Beatles, parentheses, album, oh. by The Beatles, oh. is colloquially known as The White Album. Racist. By fans. So called, because every musician involved was white. Wow. No, just wow. Metallica's The Black Album must have been a revolution. <laughs> just fact-checking something that I might be making up. Do you want to profess this fact first or after you fact check? That, that nickname is related to the fact that the Beatles released two sort of semi-interrelated albums, the Red Album and the Blue Album. Ah. So, for instance, in the Red Album, you could only catch certain songs like um, you couldn't get Meowth or... Uh, or, um, uh, oh, fuck, what's the name of that song? Um, the one that plays in Rocky. Oh, um... Uh, Spiro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can't get uh, Geo Dude. You can't get the classic Pidgey either. You know, but uh, these are da, 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 these da, da, are F tier Pokemon references. <laughs> <laughs> this is also an F tier joke. Come on, really. Chansey, Scyther, great. Uh, Dragonite, Dragon type. Keeping it Dragon type. Yeah, and then we never mention Jinxie again. Jinx. I was making a joke. I don't get it. Neither do I. Okay. The was white it, was album. it seriously just Jinx? Yes. Wow. God damn. There you go. I didn't like the White Album. What songs does it have? Let's find out. I don't know, but I don't really like the Beatles in general. Their music is too shit for my taste. <laughs> Scathing burn on the most popular rock Ooh. band in history. <laughs> Would we call them rock? Yeah. Would we? Yep. Not just pop? Pop rock. Ugh. Don't like that. Ah, shit. Wikipedia says English rock band, The Beatles. Oh, man, this thing's got, like, four sides. I'm not doing a track listing. Fuck this. <laughs> yep. We fair. all know who The Beatles are, except for when we fall into Danny Boyle yesterday world. <laughs> <laughs> the 
then we don't know who the Beatles are. Mm. And Nick would say, we're better off for it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, most likely. The Beatles by Hirohiko Araki. Come at me, Beatle fans. This is what the Jojo Vela commentary for White Album or The Beatles had to say. This one was also made with a focus on the situation. I thought it would look cool to have a drawing where a guy skates down a road. I gave the host glasses. His face would leave an impression when you caught glimpses of it through his suit. Mm. That makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Just not It's a, it's a visual accent. I guess, yeah. But when you catch it through the suit, wouldn't that just be the same as Risotto Nero's weird eyes? But he doesn't have those. That's true. That's also true. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yep. You can't give everyone weird monster eyes for no reason. Just two people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what about... Uh, oh fuck, what's his name? The the guy from part four, bad guy. Um, Kira? Yeah, Kira, Yoshikage Kira. <laughs> what about Yoshikage Kira's eyes? They were bad and uh, evil they were pretty normal. and monstrous. They were pretty normal. Do normal people's eyes look like that when they put back the fucking molested bread roll? Come what on. What about Space Ripper Stingy eyes? <laughs> Space Ripper Stingy. Well, I mean, yeah, that also counts. <laughs> Dio's eyes most certainly weren't normal. They were cold calloused quite ironic that Giorno Giovanna who is descended from Dio Brando should fight a guy where he punches him and then his hands freeze much like Ah. a certain Jonathan Joestar punched Dio and then his hands froze yeah that's what you call a callback kind of probably not not even remotely (laughs) but if it was What are we doing? We're losing the thread on this one. Let's keep going. You know what? If I could be a hut, I totally would. Just imagine it. You'd have a lifetime of like... We're totally losing the thread on this one. (laughs) Let's keep going. Yeah, but if you were a hut, it'd be great. Anyway, so he's all like, I'm going to skate after you. Then Mr. does something really cool where he fires some more shots. Uh Uh-huh. That's the thing Mr. does. And Gacho's all like, you idiot. I'm made of impossible to penetrate ice. Number two and three come out from still being on top of the roof of the car. <clears throat> Shoot the bullets down to the rest of the boys who are floating down by uh, his ice skates. Yeah. And they're like, they grab the bullets like, we're going to just shove these bullets into your ice skates. You're going to fall on the road and eat shit, motherfucker. Uh, and he does. He falls. He's like, oh, this sucks. My ice skates. My beautiful, precious ice skates. Great, we got rid of him. Oh no, we didn't get rid of him because he froze our car's exhaust and climbed up it like a rope. He's climbing into the trunk, Giorno. He's climbing into the trunk. Question? Yep. Doesn't car exhaust go up? Not this time, baby. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I just... Okay. He does that. He pushes the back seat down and starts climbing through there. Like, hey boys, how you going? You're like chilled ice. He grabs Mr. by the arm, freezes all up. I'm going to shatter you now. God experience punch. Oh no, my hands are frozen. It's a shame that you're not a vampire and I can feel you full of life energy. Like a certain Jonathan Joestar would have filled Dio Brando full of the life-giving energy of Hamon. Uh, but the problem is he's not a vampire. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's too alive. Pity he, he couldn't fill him full of life energy to make t- his perception of time slow down. You don't <laughs> remember, have logic Remember yet. how that was a thing that used to happen? No, but yes. John and I would punch people and then Bruno Bucciarati would be like, only my senses will speed up. That's oh. right. Fuck, I remember that. What a dumb power. <laughs> 
Never gonna happen again. Oh, if only it does. Oh no, he's too strong. Is he invincible? I only slightly cracked his helmet when I punched him real good and now frozen. Oh, don't give up yet though. Hop in the medium strip. We're at Venice. I'm gonna drive us into the canal. This is a good idea. <laughs> I'm Giorno Giovanna. To be continued. How on any fucking level does driving into the motherfucking river or sea or wherever the fuck they are mm-hmm. seem like a good idea when you've got a guy who can freeze fucking everything? So there's been a lot of JoJo discourse about this plan. Okay. Without giving away if slash how it definitely doesn't work. Okay. Arguably, as the canal is salinated, it should have a lower freezing point. And than the, air. And the sheer magnitude of the water could create a, a you know. A barrier? Not a barrier, an but obstacle like. To... An, an obstacle to freezing by there just being so much more stuff to freeze. You do understand that air is harder to freeze than water for a start. I do. You then also understand that water being conductive also means that cold. Wait, sorry. Heat can be taken out of the water faster than air. So but really? It's salinated water. Don't fucking <laughs> you just, I did a goddamn second year engineering unit on this shit. I can tell you right now, this is a terrible plan on every level. <laughs> to be continued. Oh, no. So Liam, yeah. this, is a, this is an okay episode. <laughs> yep. It was alright. I like it. I, li- I really like the Gyacho battle, to be honest. I mean, the Gyacho battle seems fucking rad. Mm. So much better than uh, Babyface. I was about ooh, I was about to say Ladyhead. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Hawk. If so much better than Lady Hawk. So much R.I.P. Rutger Hauer. Who's Rutger Hauer? He was in Lady Hawk. He's an actor. Uh, he died uh, just now. Damn. Just literally right <laughs> Like yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, highlights? Highlights! My highlight is Cross Country Assassin Snake. <laughs> Why? Why is that it your sucks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my highlight has to be uh, when Mister suddenly realizes, "Oh, that's my finger." No, I want to change and, my and mind. Oh, okay, yeah. My highlight is I'm taking this car into the canal, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, my highlight is Mister realizing that's my finger. Oh wait, my face is freezing. Do I want to rip off my own face? Though I mean, it's beautiful. I've lived my whole life with this. Face. I am Mister. Yeah. Ah, uh, I mean, Jono could make me another one. Jono could make me another one, but... But this one's mine. This one's my... Fa- and it's fucking supple, you know? <laughs> like, the ladies love this face. Okay, lowlights. This is, to- like, this is turtle shit. This yeah. is literally turtle that shit. That makes sense. What was that? Nothing. Nothing at all. Just an important character moment for that fan favourite baby faces baby. Yeah. Just bad. Just real bad. Your low light? My low light is... Oh, I just had my finger torn off. Gosh, I've got to gotta stop these windows from fogging up. I'll open the window. <laughs> just at what point do you go, there's an assassin after us? At what point does Mr. realise that Jorno just isn't listening to him? <laughs> <laughs> Takes him a few hours every yeah. day. you got to wait till lunchtime, you know? No, I'm just not ready for his shit before I've had my coffee. Yeah. This is our new our new secret subplot where Jorno secretly hates Mr. as much as Abakio hates <laughs> Jorno. 
But is he's there just like much better at hiding it? Is this like a full circle where Abakia hates Jono, Jono hates Mister, Mister hates uh, Fugo, Fugo, Fugo hates Abakia, Narantia, Narantia, Narantia hates Abakia, Narantia hates Bruno. No, no one hates Bruno. Oh, okay, you're right. Everybody loves him. Exactly. Come on, Liam. Get on the JoJo level. Yeah, that's science fact. Exactly. So, Nick. Yes. They're driving into the canal. Oh, fuck, I forgot we had this section. Yep. Giacho's there. He he knows that something is at that lion statue. Yes. He doesn't know what, but they've got to go there and they've got to get the OA disc to get the final orders on how to hand over Trish to the boss. The boss is also somewhere in Venice being like, yes, and then they'll bring my daughter to me. Mm. Risotto Nero, he's up in the mix. Yes. Also a true fact. What will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Vento Aurea in the episode entitled White Album. Because mm, it's snow and ice are white. Yeah. And Giacho means ice or cold. Yeah. I can't remember anymore. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Let me just use my really deep voice while I still can. Oh, because I have a cold and it's like... Ah, yeah. thematic. Thank you. And my face has been ripped off. <laughs> Wow, you look great. Ooh. Uh, okay, two theories in my mind. Number one that I hope is really true. The turtle, really true. The turtle, or tortoise, that debunks the theory already. The turtle has jumped into the water to swim over to Venice. But it wasn't in the car. No, 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 but it's jumped out before ah. and then just gone into the water to swim across and they've taken the car after a little while. To do a big distraction. To do a big distraction, right? And so it's basically on its way to Venice. Mm -hmm. It'll be in the canal slash whatever there. So all John has to do is jump in there and then bam, presto. They'll land back in the turtle. Exactly. Giacho will freeze the turtle. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Uh, Maybe not the best plan. Second theory in my head. Uh, They've gone underwater, but because the water is salinated, Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to work just as poorly as they get underwater as it did above water. So, so the water's all going to freeze. Yeah. But it might be that Jono's going to look for some kind of living creature under the sea. Ah, yes. A kraken. <laughs> Release the kraken. You may be full of ice, Giacho, but you weren't ready to reckon with the power of all these electric eels I'm making. Crap. I thought I was full of ice, but really looks like I'm just full of shit the ah, whole time. Roasted. So maybe, maybe Jono he will get a new power. Uh, ah. That will allow him to commune with nature on a holy creatures of level. the deep. Yeah, defend me. Yeah, basically he turns into Aquaman, mm-hmm. and he'll be all like, "Shark, get him! Sharks are immune to ice because they have amazing jaws." Yep, that's science. Yeah, electric eel attack would probably be pretty cool, but spoiler alert, that doesn't happen. Damn it! Maybe they go underwater. They, in the brief time they have, turn the car into what's a really fast sea creature. Like a whale. A fast sea creature, <laughs> not a big sea creature. Like a crab or a yeah. tortoise. Oh, a tortoise. <laughs> um, like something they that... They turn the car into a decoy turtle. Like something that can like move really like a fast. Dolphin? Yeah, like a dolphin. There you go. Or like two dolphins uh, that can move like super fast. What's faster than a dolphin? Two, two dolphins. dolphins. <laughs> um, and they'll like try to run away on the dolphin, but... Our boy Giacho will use his super fast ice uh, powers. Ice power to like I'm just jerking off angels right now, but like Fuck you. He'll he'll like use like a tube to like slide on underwater, like he did with the exhaust. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'll just go super fast. So, unable to run away from him. They'll, they'll fight him. They'll fight him and just fucking murder the shit out of him underwater. Be all like, hey, we didn't think that you would come at us. So we're going to stay underwater as long as we can. And Gaucho will be all like, well, this is airtight. So fuck you. And they'll be like, well, you still got to breathe somehow. And he'll be like, oh shit, I forgot to breathe. And that's that's how they'll get him probably. Oh yeah. I don't know. I am. What was the point and, of going underwater when he can freeze everything? And then they'll go to the statue. I think that's going to be for next episode. Okay, but speak on that. Okay, so when they get to the statue, which won't be next episode, but the episode after, mm-hmm. Rosado Nero won't be there yet. Oh, okay. I think he'll be all like, hmm, we know where they are going, and he'll just wait a bit. Oh, he'll do that thing where they do where they get the disc, and then he steps out from behind a nearby pillar, being like, Good work, Bruno Bucciarati. I never right could have, my I never could have retrieved that disc myself. There are too many eyes around here. Exactly. But now I'll just kill you. Yeah, and I'll blame it on the shoddy workmanship of the nearby construction site. All right. <laughs> Nails. Uh, then they go to the boss. So, okay, so what I'm thinking now, if Rosado Nero isn't the boss, then <laughs> um, then. Maybe Risotto will show up after they've taken the disc, hide in the shadows, be like, I can't take them all out at once. I'll have to pick them off one by one. Hmm. They'll probably split up to meet with the boss. And then when they split up, he'll try and attack them one by one. Mm -hmm. He might get two of them. Dead or just incapacitated? I want to say incapacitated because something tells me they won't start dying until we meet the boss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be some bullshit time shenanigans or something like that. Maybe. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening to JoJo's Word, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Recap and Discussion Podcast. Our theme music was jointly by Milk Juice. Hey, I have a cold. And until next time, to to be be continued. continued.